Good Murder, and I cannot believe I am saying this, comes in at fourth place for 2020 this review season. If you followed the show, you'll know that this was a very contentious book for me this year. But despite the hard time we initially gave Robert got for his creative reimagining of an infamous death in his hometown of Maribyrnong, the chaotic William Power finds himself just shy of a podium finish. Good Murder follows the self-centered William Power as his troop of actors, the Power Players, arrive in Maryborough for a performance of Shakespeare's Titus Andronicus to a town who are so disinterested that most of them presume that it's the circus in town and pay it no more mind. All of a sudden, William finds himself the town's main act after local girl Polly Drummond is found dead in the town's water tower the night after a flirtatious encounter between the two. With their recent fling drawing the suspicion of the police upon himself, William Power goes about trying to prove his own innocence and catastrophically fails when Polly's brother comes plummeting from the sky during a flight with the local RAF, and then again when another crime is pinned to his bloody red hands days later. Tensions are high, nobody trusts him, and still, we'll keep stepping on rakes. With an outrageous cast of characters from the brilliant execution of the town's police who just about ripped themselves apart over whether or not to believe William Power's innocence, to the exhausted members of the Power players, the town is filled with motion as the mystery is veiled through Will's inability to keep track of it all. Characters like Arthur, one of Will's longest-running troop members, go from bland background piece to highlights of the novel thanks to a chaotic impromptu heist that is just one of the gutsy actions dotting the innumerable messes Will lands himself in. The pacing of the story beats is excellent, as each new punishment for William Power comes moments after you've breathed relief at the last. It'd be a disservice to spoil any of them, as the timing with which Robert Gott sweeps the rug out from under you each time you expect a regular murder mystery trope to begin is gripping. One of the things that makes this book difficult to review is that so much of the joy comes in experiencing these moments right from the start, as Will is taken through abrupt left turn after abrupt left turn. There seem to be two major camps in online reviews for this book. People who think this is really just a mess and you'd be better off reading Simon Brett's Charles Paris series, and people who get it. Hertz fell in that last camp, and at his behest, I took a slow transition from the first over to his side. The book is not an easy read, and if you're not into some of the near-potty humor got employees to show how foolish William Power is, you might find yourself wishing to put it down like I did. Scenes of characters offering to shake their urine-soaked hands with Will, and Will's own constant judgment of the women around him were really off-putting, but I soldiered on and came out the other side a stronger reader. There is no doubt that if you want actor-detective, Simon Brett's Charles Paris is both a better actor, detective, and person, though narrowly on that third one, but that would be to completely miss the best part of Robert Gott's execution in making you groan through every moment of William's staggering obliviousness to his own hubris. William Power is the universe's punching bag, and he'd be glad to hear me say that the world revolves around him. His unchanging stupidity is the constant around which Gott flagrantly tosses every wild event that the small town of Maribyrnong could contain, and even some that it could not. William Power goes through hell for your entertainment, and you do him a disservice by treating him like a serious detective. You will find yourself disbelieving the gall with which Robert Gott pieces together one of the most ridiculous final acts I've ever read in a murder mystery, and screaming in agony at its conclusion. Even if you still then cannot fathom how expertly Robert Gott has toyed with your emotions, and still wish you could unread what you have read, then truly, Robert Gott has won, and you are defeated in this battle. I only hope that in trusting me with this recommendation, you'll understand that I went through pain to come to this position. There is every chance you'll actually enjoy it right from the beginning as Herds did, and see the war on William Power's tenacity for what it is, in which case, great. If not, and you find yourself wishing for it to all end, let go. 
Sometimes we treat this genre way too seriously, and Robert Gott has done an excellent job at highlighting the absurdities of the genre without tying us down in the technical rigors of a deconstruction. This novel will reward you with its twists and turns, even though on many levels it is far from perfect. Its premise is a challenge, and I think the divisiveness from reviewers actually shows how well it achieves those goals. This book will not be for everyone, but we highly recommend you find out by trying and sticking with it the whole way through, because this book really is something special no matter where you fall. And for that, we award it fourth place this review season. That is what we've thought of Robert Gott's Good Murder, available via Scribe Publications. Get subscribed to the podcast so you don't miss more of our emotional turmoil as we press on through our murder mystery world tour. You're listening to Death of the Reader on 2SER 107.3.